and welcome to another episode of Reckless Moves, the D&D podcast, where we play Dungeons and Dragons, 5th edition, in Reckless Moves, where the smart isn't. We have a great cast of characters who make this game ever so uh, uh, humbling for a DM every week. Uh, we have Birch Twig Twigglesby, a halfling rogue. Hey, baby. We have Talfeth Truestorm, a uh, dwarven paladin. I don't know about this room and staying in this room, this crazy ass room. We have Zilpip, a satyr warlock. The creator of the little Johnson. <laughs> we have Mark Quayle, a dragonborn sorcerer. Ah, uh, this will be fun. We have Bryn Abilly, an elven ranger. It's okay. Nothing bad's going to happen. Just it, nothing bad. It won't happen. Serial Asgard and a Wild Hunt Cleric. I'll be fine as long as I guess I don't talk or whatever. And Crispin Ember Fury, a uh, Fire Genasi Barbarian. You really want to be locked in a room with me? <laughs> um, um, so here's the question. Um, you know, we've had some shifters in the past. What is a lost lycanthrope called? A werewolf. Uh, oh, where? Oh, no. <laughs> a werewolf. I thought you were going to say a misanthrope. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yes. Yes, success. Oh, no. I caused uh, psychic damage all around. Um, so anyway, in our last episode. Cringe level three. Cringe yeah. level. I thought it was four. I tried for four. Um, I've, I've achieved ten a couple times. But anyway, um, this last episode, we had some excellent, excellent RP, and the characters have achieved level 17 because of a couple incidents. One, our halfling rogue, for the third time, questioned his loyalty and reason for connecting to Wave, and Wave said, fine. And uh, a wonderful god of mirth and tricks, Oladama, <laughs> Which is actually the the laughing rogue, the symbol on the winery that uh, the Twigglesby family uh, owns, and have uh, has been um, granted a uh, special dagger, which to the party looks like um, something different than the rest of the world. Um, it's uh, very entertaining for those of us in the party, and we also said goodbye to the rescued people uh learned a little bit about the history of one of the rescued uh party members and uh both maleros went to his own world the uh gold dragonborn humula turns out uh his sister um uh adopted a bronze dragonborn and ends up ends up um, almost 150 years later, being Mark Whale's uh, instructor at uh, uh, his school where he studied. And um, in Jiyama, the son of Malama, your old friend, went back and they teleported to Greyhawk to discover what might happen to him. You may cross paths again, you may not. Um, and the party um, went back on their their vessel, the Reckless Abandon, and was forming a plan on how to um, 
get their captured Captain Quila of the swiftly defeated enemy vessel into Sasserin, the uh, city of islands, through the gates and convincingly to try to either kill or kidnap or interrogate Palma, his one of the Council of Seven that rules Sasserin. And that's where we left it off last episode. So the party was uh, had formed a plan. I believe that you probably need to uh, talk to all the crew with the captain to formulate how they're supposed to address him, things like that. And uh, you're about, it's in the morning time, so some of you are going into the demiplane as a, uh, a surprise um, to... Uh, Try to get into Sasserin and uh, accomplish your goal of kidnapping or killing Poma, his report. Now, to remember, Captain Quila's motivation here is to get the reward for capturing before um, killing this guy. Because just so you know, that's that's one of the goals, like to show evidence of the defeat of his enemy so he can get a reward. And that's where we pick it up uh, this episode. So, party, you it is morning. You've uh, had a long rest. You also have leveled up to 17. Only three away from being, you know, maybe strong enough to find and, and uncover this endgame. Um, <clears throat> I would like to find, uh, real quick, in the morning, realizing we leveled up and stuff, I'd like to find Twig in the morning. So uh, I will go to his room. <laughs> the door is locked. Oh, I knock on the door. <laughs> yeah. I. Huh? Uh, I, I have. Okay. I have okay. something that would oh. be nice. Oh, okay. I, I go to him and I, I kind of whisper, so, you know the thing we've been talking about with the parents and all that? Okay. Yes. Potentially, I could do that. Like it's not not both the parents, just the mom. No, I yeah, no, I, I, I could. You can. I can. Do you do you need anything from me? Can I give you some materials or whatever? Um. Well, a we'd have to make sure it's okay with Telfeth. Yeah. B I need twenty five thousand gold worth of diamonds. Holy moly. Um. Yeah. So. I can. <laughs> I don't know if I will. Well, you still need to talk to. You still need to talk to the Raven Queen. I, I want. Yeah. I don't, I don't want you to get into trouble. Twig, you're a little quiet. Can you? Uh... I still still need you to talk to the Raven Queen. Okay. Sure. Sure. Okay, and um, if you can do it, and you get a, the approval. We'll have to figure out a way to get that many diamonds. We'll have to figure it out. Yeah. 
Yeah. Maybe we make Talfeth pay for it. Ooh, yeah. You know, a life is technically <laughs> worth twenty-five thousand gold. I mean, it's, I mean, it's I mean, Talfeth I mean, basically I mean, owes us, a, doesn't? Doesn't well, he? Yeah, I mean, he owes us that much for yeah, when we saved his life, right? Well, I mean, if you think about it, it cost us twenty-five thousand gold, yeah. and it would cost us twenty-five thousand gold in diamonds to do the same thing. So, yeah, we really do know the worth of a life now. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Well. Anyway, okay. and I leave. Right. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, oh, as oh. you, as you, uh, by the way, as you're arising yet again, slightly different smells. It smells really, really good. Um, but, uh, um, one of the, uh, heiress, one of the gunners comes down to you guys and says, should we, uh, like be ready for combat or are we closing the cannon doors? We should who's who's he talking to? To the party. I'll let somebody else answer. Well, you should close the doors or because we're going we're supposed to be coming in as if we're you we just captured these or killed us. Okay, got it. And and um, you know, we've been talking like are you all supposed to be dead or are you do we capture some of you and put you in the secret roomy thing like okay, like is that so, the is wait. that what gets them to walk in is you guys are tied up cuz we can do fake knots I actually have something for that um so we could use the 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 skulls we collected from the previous island and like burn it so it makes it look like we're all, they, all these guys are dead. And I recently discovered I could do this. I have a spell where it's basically disguise self, but for as many creatures as I want. So oh, me to, seeming. Me to, yeah, seeming. So you Ooh. could. So we don't have to use the room. Yeah. You could Aww. be the crew. Yeah. We could be the crew. We could be the crew. The, part the of, guys part that defeated us? Yeah. Yeah. He's using a lot of air quotes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Why, why are you quoting like that? It's weird. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, so, what? just come. We'll, we'll all gather when you're ready after breakfast and you decide the plan and we'll... We'll all go along with it, you know? Yeah. Why do you sound so scared? It'll be fine. Nothing is going to go wrong. Yeah. We're ready. We'll, we'll be ready downstairs in case something goes wrong. But uh, Sasserin's like, once we're in, it's going to be really hard to get out if we're seen or like, do you know how Sasserin's built? No. Okay, no, no. Uh, look here. I, I have a map. It's not a great map, but um, before we do anything, uh, Twig is going to Twig is going to spend a minute in his room. He's going to uh, take he's going to take out a key that he's had since like the beginning of the campaign. Okay, he's never used. And uh, he's going to set it on the floor and whisper an incantation, touch the key, 
and it sprouts arms and legs and stands up. And I now have a tiny servant. Oh. And uh, I'm going to call him. Uh, going to call him. Uh, what, what is that? That guy we named uh, Jerky, Kirky, who? Herky. Herky. Because it was Herky's cell. So this is going to be Herky. Herky the key. And I, I just tell him to jump in my pocket. And he's in my pocket. Thank you. <laughs> I'm His name's what? Herky. Her Herky. Like Herky, but like, like Hercules. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hercules, Hercules. Is that Hercules? Yeah, I'll name Hercules. Hercules, Hercules. Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> yeah, Her Her Hercules. Mike is, if you, you guys can't hear this on the podcast, but Mike is doing the equivalent of. I'm just taking notes. Face, pa face palming. That's um, another, another name to add to the, the, the spreadsheet. <laughs> I'm going to let you remember that one. <laughs> Unless it does something that we need to record for posterity. Okay. Well, um, I, I really like Zilpip's idea about this um, everyone disguise thing. So we don't have to worry if he dies that you, we can't get you guys again. But that would have been more fun. I could have... Oh, you know, we, we can always do it another time, but I just don't think that this is the right time. There will never be another time. You never know. No, I know there will never be another time. We, we, never, we never thought that Twig would get a dick dagger. And it happened. I so... Mean, it's not like I prayed for that every uh, day. Whelm and Wave got mushied together. Oh, is what do we call it now? Twilight. Well, I what? What? It's like Blade. Well, what does it want to be called? What do you guys want to be called to now? Blave. <laughs> to Blave. To Blave. To Wave. I'm going to I'm going to ask them. What do you guys want to be called? Could be surge. Could be typhoon. That's a good question, DM. What you does Wolave want to be called? You will call us Sir. No, no, it's now called Sue. Sue. S tsunami. Tsunami. Oh. That's man. That's boring and works. Eh, wrong. <laughs> Just a weapon called Sue. <laughs> Oh, no. No, 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 no. Yeah, so you know if we're part of the crew, we can't just stand in a circle talking. <clears throat> oh. Yeah. I'll be in the crow's nest because that's my jam. I'll be a prisoner. <laughs> do, do, do we <laughs> have like a... Everybody else has to be under deck, right? I think, I think we need to have a safe word. <laughs> that means um, attack or, you know... <clears throat> If I go, you know, if I'm like, Kaka! something like uh, that, some signal <laughs> about mushrooms. I don't think. What? I don't think we get mushrooms. Well, why someone mushrooms? just yell mushrooms? Yeah. <laughs> and that means attack. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds kind of dumb. Yes, well, but it's accurate. <laughs> it's a safe I, I don't it's think that in this kind of conversation, the word mushrooms will come up very often. 
Exactly. <laughs> we one of them actually happens to be a mushroom seller. Oh no. <laughs> Okay, are we doing this? All right. Okay. So, how long so is you last? As you're selling, as you're sailing in, Eight tell hours. me exactly what you're doing, and where. What are you doing? Are you in the room, the secret room, demi plane room, or you're on the ship? And oh, yeah, don't we need to be in there for eight hours in order for Zilpit to open it again at the right time? We can well, do no, this. We're not going in there. We're disguising ourselves, and we're gonna I be on deck. Right? Yeah, I, yes. I got the spell seeming, and it's basically disguise self for as many creatures as I want. And it oh. lasts eight hours. Huh. Um, Can you make me taller? Do you guys see this map? A foot taller, yeah. Um, no, we don't. Let's see. Not yet. All right, then I'm, I'm going to. Okay, I'm going to. Do this the old-fashioned way. Okay, so here is a map of Sasserin, which I'll share with you and give you a little um, for the podcast. Uh, uh, this is a island city. There are gates. Um, this is unfortunately as far as I can zoom in. Nope, I was wrong. Uh, so there's gates up front that are uh, where ports can come in and out. There's uh, guards and cannons and uh, guards right out front of this, including some um, everything facing this choke point, uh, which is the north part of Sasserin. And all these small islands are um, all built out. It's it's a little like Venice, where it's a it's all built on uh, islands, and it is a pretty robust city. Um, where you're going is in here around the outside and into this dock area here. So you're going to be in the, like basically the heart of the city. And there is only, there's a river that goes uh, south and there are, there's only a couple ways out of here, like south and the way you came in. Um, there are gates elsewhere. You'll see there's several gates and locks uh, that travel on the Western side of the city. Um, because of the elevation um, difference. So there are locks that can handle. And the scale of this, this is a big city. So the scale-wise, um, that's if to give it perspective, that's an arena. Okay, so this is a this is a large city, but these islands are are very big. Where you're heading is in the south, like right in this uh, southeast area. Uh, I, I have a question. Yes. How big would a mile be in this city? A mile? Yeah. Um, there's a scale down here, which unfortunately it doesn't look very zoomed in, but uh, that's uh, a mile would be about 
um, it's, um, this is feet. So think of that bar as about, uh, a mile. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. This is, this is a very wide, wide open gate when it's open. This part here on the right can go all the way closed under attack. So like this is the city has been around for a very long time. Um, this is from an original um, old D&D manual that you're looking at. Uh, are those high um, walls that are around those parts of the island going toward the bay? Or are going toward open waters? Yes, these are all very, very high walls. And uh, walls on top of a um, built up in the towers on the corners. Like they're there. All these corners have... Uh, defensive towers. There are docks that are open to the outside. So you could potentially, you know, dock here and walk through the city. Um, but I don't think that's your plan. So anyway, that's, that's where you are. And to put it into, uh, the, the Greyhawk, um, perspective, this is a, this is why this is a very big city. Um, there are two, two this is a, a very large city and, They've told you a little about Sasserin that's run by, uh, you know, the Dawn Council of Seven. Um, you don't know much about the history of it yet, but you know how it's organized now that it's basically a, a think about it as more like an uh, oligarchy with a democracy, a little like how the UK is organized. Like there's an oligarch, but there's also um, the laws are actually um, voted on by the city but enacted by the count and, and refined by the council of seven. So think about the council of seven as their parliament of how that works. Hope that helps. That's what you're looking at. Whoops. Uh. And so uh, it looks like some of you are loading the map in foundry. Um, this is um, I'll leave the map up for you, but we're not we're we're not going to need that for what you're doing. So uh, as you're sailing toward that main gate, uh, you are all under disguise as the original crew and um, you've let Captain Quila out. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Okay. He's on deck. He is, uh, oh, he pulled himself together a little bit and looks at Johnson. He goes, look, you know, just tell me you're, are we doing normal ship commands and you're going to be my first mate to, um, echo any commands I give. And they've already told you that we ready your ship and you agreed to work for me for money that you're all mercenaries. Like basically we offered more money than your former, uh, and plus your crew, your, uh, owners died. Right. 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 And they all, right. and they all, uh, they all, everyone nods and they they get it. they understand the plan. They're just acting as sailors anyway. They don't have to act. They're just doing their normal job. So as you approach the gate, 
Um, there are, uh, you know, small um, control vessels, and uh, there's kind of a little line that comes up, and a couple pass through ahead of you. You ever been in line at Walgreens? At the window yeah. well that's kind of what this is oh. like <laughs> oh. you're going up to the control the control vessel and there's three of them in that big that big gap in the north entering the city of sasarin um you see it's it looks very active uh, and from even from the deck and your disguises you do see kind of a a bustling uh people are unloading and loading things onto boats um, that that uh, the island just inside the gate appears to be where people can um, load and unload vessels. There are some big, big docks, much bigger than you've seen, bigger than you've seen everywhere except except Greyhawk. Like this rivals Greyhawk in the number of docks and the sizes of vessels that they can they can uh, may, uh, contain. Mike, could you add my um, token to the map so I can see it? Oh, yeah. I, I don't Foundry. see it. I just see a gray screen as well. Oh, well, I thought my DM. Let's see if I can do We can see everybody else's tokens on it, but um, mine and Dominic's. Oh. I only see gray screen, but, and you know. Elise's. Okay. Well, let's uh, just give me a second. Um. I'll just drag. I'll just drag you guys onto this, um, even though we're not using it for that purpose. Oh my! You all, you all have vision now of the map. No, I still don't. I don't know. You drag my do. token, Michael. I can see that there's a layer that says Sasserin, but my little has, yeah, the emblem little is not on there. there. Yeah, my little. I refreshed about, mine and I came back. How about we just? Do it in oh, Zoom and let it let it be. Fine. Yeah, it's, it, it's not important to see the map. Um, yeah. okay. So it's a bustling port city, and you see some huge ships. Um, and as you approach next in line, and then in line, um, you know the the crew is very good at this. They unfurl the the foresail just a little bit to get a little speed and then drop it just so it slows just as they come up to the, the vessel. It's actually pretty impressive to be able to do that under sail. Um, the, uh, there's a, you, you all perceive that there's a, a guy checking in. So what's your, uh, you dropping, you filling, you here for business, what you doing? And the captain goes, I'm here to report to one of the council. He, and he looks at Quilla and says, oh, a different ship. Okay. Um, what's the story here? And he, Quilla looks around and says, look, I don't report to you. I don't want to hear any crap from you, Bob. Just give me, wave us through and I'll talk to Palma or I'm going to have your job. And he, hey, listen, man. Hey, it's all good. It's just a different ship. I'm, I'm just going to write down reckless abandon under Captain Quila, right? Yes. Now get out of our way. And he 
he writes something down on a clipboard and um they fine just just don't you know i i have to ask and uh he, they open up a a full sail and you sail there's so much room um and is well organized with the buoy system too so you you sail you know right side left side it's really organized and it only takes you about 40 minutes to get to the dock where you are headed um and twig in this area of uh where you're you're headed you you see some labels you see um some um like big Beef. wooden signs across of uh, different areas um you see that uh written in thieves can't um no well there seem to be a lot of um signs except for one area we're going you do see some thieves can't and um this is you see one called uh, the merchant's district and where you're heading to on shadow shore what it says is it's like uh it says merchant district on the signs but you see in thieves can't this is called shadow shore and you recognize um um some uh signs right around the dock that you're headed okay and so you end up at this uh uh you can't i my ping is not working um largely because the module might have been activated but the dock in the uh southern isle um called shadow shore and as you approach uh they uh there are several dock hands that tie you up um with the ropes that are thrown from the the edge some um really nice uh bumpers are dropped um the dock is this is a taller dock than you're used to especially to handle the size of a galleon so when you uh approach there's some busyness and then um across the dock comes a a guy dressed in sorry i'm gonna pull my <laughs> um he's got kind of like almost like greasy black hair it's all slicked back um dark gray eyes and a very like flat almost broken nose um he wears very fine clothing and uh he pauses for a second looks at the vessel and um Quila says, uh, yeah, I'll explain. Come on. And um, I'm going to roll something here. Okay. He, um, yeah, he comes up. Um, bad perception roll on on uh, Poma's part. He uh, walks up the, the plank that they, you know, the, 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 the ramp that they placed and gangplank. He's a little bit um uh dainty. Like he doesn't appear to have sea legs. You guys observe it's a little he's a little bit like awkward and he holds on to the rope on the side to get up. It appears like he got a little bit of a bum leg um and uh comes up on the deck and he looks around and he goes, Well 
So what happened to your vessel, Quilla? And he explains, look, uh, these guys put up a fight. Um, we actually, one of them cast a fireball at our vessel. And then we, you know, we had a little, someone cast something about a typhoon. They were actually more powerful than we thought, but it was dark. So we actually took off on our skiffs, sailed off and we scuttled our vessel. But eight of us and each of them, 16 people attacked. And these these seven are the only survivors. Um, but they were a loyal crew and we we're just going to have to hire some more. Um, however, the guys that are dead, we got the, some of the heads in the other in this uh, room over here to uh, show you. But uh, uh, this is the new crew and this is. Johnson, who's my first mate now, and Johnson goes, yeah, I mean, you offered to pay us, right? And yeah, we uh, owe him each a uh, thousand gold. And Palma goes, it's not a problem. That's 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 not not a problem. Um, well, uh, so Quila, you have proof of this um, defeat. Like, do you have some bodies? I we we're gonna have to show somebody. The bodies or heads or whatever you kept some evidence i mean i trust you but i can't throw you very far and quila um oh natural 20 on deception nice um so quila says yeah you know hey shit happens but uh i'd like to uh offer you to uh, I don't know if you want to go inspect the bodies after you and he he gestures to the door that Zilpip is cast to make it look like another door in the vessel um, and uh, and he walks up and he opens the door a little bit and he looks in this empty room uh, none of you are in there, right? Nope. It's a completely empty demiplane, correct? Yeah, yes. I think so. None of us and, are in there. And Quila goes, he, he looks in there and he goes, where are they? And he kicks him in the back and kicks him into the room, rushes in, and he doesn't shut the door. He's waiting for you guys. So are you, what are you doing? So we go run in. Yep. Charge in. We'll, run we'll in. charge in. Let's get in. Run in. Yeah. You guys all charge go. in. Um I'm not because it, because it is one guy who basically um, has a bum leg is a little older. He's kind of a smarmy politician. <laughs> um, he what, what's going on, Quila? You know, this won't look good. I'll give you one chance to stop whatever this is. And why are you crewing here with us? Big pulls out his dick dagger. And uh sorry, buddy, oh, just whipped like it over for you. <laughs> <laughs> so interesting enough, Quila still sees it, but Palma <laughs> does not. He's like, oh, okay. So all right, what do you want? Let's let's negotiate. Where and uh before you guys say anything. 
you see in his back coming out of his chest the the sharp end of a rapier directly through and he pulls Quila pulls it out and says that's what's about and he Ah, wipes off the rapier which he pilfered um, um, from one of the crew and uh, you look around and I will tell you that one of the rules I made earlier (laughs) um uh well they all, all the guys are checking themselves and uh uh bernie the quartermaster um he's like um uh so um that's mine and he just stabs him through the heart through the back and he drops down bleeding and dead well um, okay. What happened Here to get go, information? Oh. Sarah, we need to talk to the dead again. We can, we can do that later. But first, yeah, I think yeah do that later. Let's here. do this now. I have an alternative idea. I He reaches down and says, all you need is this. And uh, if you make me look like Poma, we can get into the council and get all the money uh, into his chambers and get all the money. Okay. Money oh. is good. We need information too. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe it's in the office. <laughs> How surprisingly, I'm sorry. Just if this is the player as a side, we're all just like, oh yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Like all the good people in the party have been so. We're so chaotic. Have been so turned around <laughs> by like, what was it? Talk to me in the first session. No, we have to do it. Now it's like, oh. I guess we could do that. That's not pretty bad. No, yeah, no. you know, we'll just <laughs> all right, for the sake happened. of the greater good. Let's what happened it. to our party? Of- it's all no. for the sake of the recklessness. That's all it is. <laughs> Priorities. Um, Priorities. Hey, <laughs> so true. Another cool fact: I can do charm person on four people. What? Nice. Whoa. Whoa. That's- that could come in handy. That is yeah. very handy. It's we'll just the, it's going to be a wisdom save of nineteen. Hey, same for me. Nice. 19? Yeah. Yep. Level 17, baby. And, oh, I have something else that I'll tell uh, if we ever get into combat. It'll come into handy. Well, I I think his whole idea of disguising himself and us just going in there. uh, Look, look, hey, I I, I just have to have a weapon because otherwise it looks bad. Uh, If I could keep this for a second, Bernie, and he goes, I need a scabbard. And I've got my hat, and we can go. I, I look. I you know why I can't defeat all of you, and I, I you you can. I, I want that money, and Poma. If you want to talk to his dead body, I'm cool with that, but I don't need to know anything. All right, fine. This I know where he lives. Deal. Uh, I need to. I know where he lives, and I want to find the stones that talk to. Uh, I want to find the stones that talk to the boss, to Sulco. Good idea. Let's go do that. Yeah. Do you want to? I mean, do you want to talk to him? No, like it's just, up to you. Well, we can do that later, I guess. Well, yeah. Saria could just do the you know touchy thing that she does that preserves bodies, and we can oh, just leave yeah, it in yeah. the demi plane. I, I wave my hand and I go, 
Uh, gentle rep- uh, uh, spare the dying. No, not spare the dying. Gentle repose. We really only need the head, so. Yeah, it'll be there for a yeah. good 10 days. But now we don't have to put it in the bag. <gasps> we can store all of our bo- Hey, can we throw all the bodies sure. in here? Let's do that after, but yeah. <laughs> so so wait, after, so got now you've point. got a you've got a dead body storage. We have a body room. room. We have a body room. Oh my gosh. We, we just need, need to put enough remember, dragon scales in there to make a cold. We just need to catalog it. Oh my god, that would actually work, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, it works in the bag of holding. What we just yeah. need to do, what we just need to do then is we also need to have a catalog system that we'll just basically have a portable morgue. I already got that, so we're good. Oh, okay, cool. All right, let's Anyways, go do our plan. Toe tag. Yeah, we're doing it. Let's do it. Okay, so talk to the body later. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, well, uh, I, you I guys don't... also notice that my eyes are bright orange today. So I gotta love it. I don't have a disguise. Can one of you disguise me as him? Yeah, I need to be disguised too because I cannot. No, don't you have the seeming thingy? Well, yeah, he disguised all of us, right? I disguised. I disguised everyone, all, all of us except the, the captain because I didn't know we were doing that. Can you do it to him too, or do I just? I can. I guess. Hold on. Mine is I, only disguise self. I can only disguise me. I can um, recast it again for everyone, and then I'll just have to wait ten minutes wait, at wait, some point. Would it be better for Bryn to disguise herself and you be you? Huh? No, already, he wants to disguise himself as Palma. I want to be Palma. Arguing. What? Why? Maybe Bryn should be Pulma and you be you, so the pair of you are walking back, and nobody knows anything of the wiser. That doesn't make sense because Pulma wouldn't take me to his house with all of you. Oh, got it. But Pulma can go to his own house with anyone he wants. Mm-hmm. See? Okay. Uh, uh, I can we get him the I, hand to disguise? So it's a more. We can wait ten minutes well, and let let's just, let's just do... rest and well, get yeah. His... Yeah, I, I'll, I'll just cast it now and we'll wait, have to wait later. That works for me. And how long does this last? Young... Eight hours. Oh. Eight, eight, or until I say so. Wow. That's awesome. Said the DM. But as Poma, now, well, Quila, now Poma, he goes, okay. Oh, I got to be more whiny. Yeah, I, okay. I can. Uh, Maybe I hope no one talks to me. <laughs> he's just kind of doing a. He's not quite as nasal. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, as long as it's not Sariel. Why? Or Maria. <laughs> what did you? Well, I saw a black frost roll. Is that for anything? No. Okay. <laughs> she just did it. <laughs> His. Uh, <laughs> His um, straightforward. It was uh, because his, his his uh mannerisms, and he d- even gets limp. He does pretty good job. His uh, deception was a sixteen, so it's not bad. It'll it'll unless someone knows him personally. Um, he goes, okay, well, you're my guards, and uh, so if you walk behind me, like a couple walk beside me, one in front and one in back, is that cool? Okay, so um, what it ba- he basically just knows exactly where to walk. He acts as Palma does, and it's about a 15-minute walk through some 
fairly busy streets and you see a wide variety of of races you see almost no dragonborn but there are a couple um you see halflings and l a couple elves mostly humans but there's a variety of races here and you come up to this uh in the south for those of you who can see the map um in the south there is a a very kind of a wealthier area of town and behind one of the uh there's a gated community within the city of Sasserin and there are guards outside the gate and he just walks up and he looks down and he's, he's wearing the ring um in he's also wearing the ring really but his, in his disguise he's also wearing the ring um and so he holds up the the ring and the guards uh well, they step aside and you walk in let's see hold on a second oh their perception was terrible um they just kind of maybe they've had a little too much the night before or they're just bored at this job but they just don't take a good look at any of you um so you're able to walk directly in there there are several really big houses each one of them has their own gate around it um he walks up and he uses the ring in the the handle of the gate and here uh some kind of a magic lock opens and you walk in to this beautiful um well-kept mansion with manicured foliage around the outside it is it, it is probably one of the nicest houses you've seen in your many journeys um and as the uh you all walk in there is the door opens and there is a uh a butler who opens the door welcome home and he just nods and he goes okay you you can go off now i have to talk to my friends and he looks at him a little bit but he uh you're seeing those rolls right yes great um he uh he looks at him a little bit, but he shrugs his shoulders and he goes through um, some doors in the side to side um, and closes these double doors behind him. And he goes, okay, come on. And he goes up the stairs and he's obviously been here before and he's cased the joint. He goes up the stairs and goes to these double doors at the top of the stairs, opens the doors, and there is a huge gorgeous um king size bed with pillars and drapes around the outside there is a mirror on the ceiling and there are several chairs arranged to the outside of the bed and uh yeah he's a he's a bit of a freak um so uh anyway and he goes to the corner and um he goes, here's the problem. I, I'll try this. And he puts the ring up to this, uh, behind this picture of, of a map of Sasserin. It opens up and there is a safe back there. And he holds up the ring, moves it. Shit, shit, shit. Um, 
Hey, uh, you want me to check that, uh, do an investigation uh, for uh, maybe traps and see if I can well, open the, it up? The goddamn ring doesn't open it. Well, I, I happen to be uh, pretty good with locks. All right. Okay. Uh, if you give me a couple minutes, I can detect magic. Okay. I'll do that real quick. Yeah, All right. Go. So 10 I'm gonna minutes. Take this, I'm going to take this opportunity to take a, that short rest so I get my spell slots back. Okay. Okay. Okay, so so you minutes later, detect magic. So this is your one one of your two short rests for the day. Okay, um, you do detect magic um, around the safe. Mm -hmm. It appears like it's some kind of a there's some kind of a magical. The whole safe is glowing, but also items you can see within the safe are glowing, and. Uh, there's also on the nightstand to the, as you're facing the foot of the bed to the left, there is a book that is that is magical. All right. Uh, so I just and, realized I've been forgetting to do something. Okay. So every time I cast a spell, it's supposed to do a wild magic surge. Uh, yes. Yeah, so orb of wild magic. Yep. So, so do that for the um, detect magic. All right. Shouldn't that moment. have happened for the identify as well? Yeah, that should. I'll, I'll let that go, but we will do it from now on. Uh, either grease or what? Okay, so uh, because of my my level as a wild magic sorcerer, I get to roll two and choose either number. So I choose to gain resistance to all damage for the next minute. <laughs> okay. Um, interesting. Okay. Uh, so you do see it. You, you take magic on the book. It is, um, let me see. Um, that is enchantment. And uh, there's, there's uh, the... Um, I'm gonna see what kind that is. Okay. Um, so you know that this is abjuration magic on the safe. Okay. So the safe looks to be magically trapped, and there's a book on the nightstand that's enchanted. Abjuration is generally not a trap it is um it's a protection but the enchantment yeah. may or may not be i will investigate to see if i can see any triggers for this any traps um, um you could try to uh pick the lock well i'm going to investigate uh, to see if i see any like triggers. you don't see any traps okay okay Okay, I'll go ahead and try to pick the lock then. Okay. Actually, I will stand back and use my mage hand. I will give you guidance, so add a d4. Okay. okay. Okay, hang on a second. Did that go? That didn't go in. Oh, 30, 38. Plus 38? Are you serious? 
Yeah, I didn't roll the d4. I think I rolled a natural 20. Yeah, I did. Natural 20. And the, the d4 d makes it? <laughs> and, yeah, I did. I rolled a d4. Hang on a second. Uh, 39. Oh. <laughs> so you rolled a 1? Yeah. Okay. Well, the DC on this was 35. Wow. <laughs> so you are able to, um, just with, uh, it took a while, mm -hmm. um, but uh, you do hear a click and the um, the safe is well oiled and it goes click and it opens up just a hair. Okay. I, I stand back and I'm still, well, I still have my mage hand and I say, guys, just in case you... You might want to stand back a little bit. How about we all get out of the room just in case it explodes or something? Yeah, that's a good idea. And I've got 30 foot range on this, so. Is there a way to check for traps without doing that? Well, the, we didn't find traps, but I did unlock it. But you and don't know what's going to happen. And I saw magic on it, and magic sometimes causes things to explode. Yeah, so. No, well, okay. You detected that where there was magic on the safe that was abjuration. You have picked it. It was so it's safe. I mean, safe. you didn't detect traps, is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, okay. So, um, I'm just gonna still use, I'm um, wait till everybody kind of steps out. Well, you know what? I'm just opening the damn safe, um, with, with my mage hand. Okay, um, you you open the safe and you see a uh, a pretty large, uh, well, four large sacks a small box and um, a, a vellum um, paper rolled up. Um, I look at uh, our captain friend and I say, I guess that's yours. If there's any information we'd like to know. Uh, he takes the paper and he goes, oh, so this is what we need. Yes. This is. Okay. So how long does this last? And he re looks in the back of safe and you see a stone. Um, the sending stone. Uh, detect magic is still going, right? Yes. Yeah. You detect that there's a, I mean, you detect the type of magic that you always detect from send, uh, uh, a sending stone. Um, because even though you don't see the other end of it, you do detect that that one, that there is one there. Um, in the little box, you detect magic. The other, there's no magic anywhere else. Okay, so the sacks are not magic. The little box is magic, and that's a sending stone. Okay, well, it all belongs to him, according according to our deal. Zippo, Zilpip, I think he wanted to know how long this uh, disguise lasts. It Eight hours. Oh, fantastic. Okay. Eight hours? He goes, yeah. good, good. I mean, I mean, good, good. Um, <laughs> and he takes a sack. He looks inside. And he sets that down. He goes, oh, we're good. We're good. There's, um, unless you're going to count it, he has the four sacks. There is a uh, also a um, a small box. Um, that you detect magic from, and that vellum it was not magical, but it uh, there's a there's. I'm asking if you're going to try to read these or. 
Um, well, it all belongs to him, so... If he know, allows us to, then... If he allows us to. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I could show you this. And he hands you the paper. It's written um, in Orcish, which you guys know is the the language they all choose to, to write in because almost no one speaks or writes it. So do any of you speak or read speak Orcish? Um, speak and read. So you, you read, you can read it for the party then. Yes. It basically, um, it has the codes for the, the month that you've seen before. And there's specifically the, uh, the word blonde is the keyword to talk to, uh, blonde. Blonde is the keyword to talk to um, Sulko with the sending okay. stuff. So I reiterate that to the party. And the word blonde is the keyword to talk to Sulko. Significance? And there are other words for different weeks of the month. Remember, there's one for every week, and then they get new ones. Um, you, you basically is it the same handwriting as the other notes that we've seen? Um, I still have them in my pack it is not because okay. it was written by uh, poma oh okay gotcha. it's always written by the person that you know they get the codes for the next month on their last communication that way there's always a fresh code that way if someone gets killed or the stone comes into their hands they know how to uh differentiate and so here's the question like uh I'm good. I like you. I can try to get Soko to arrange a meet. If, uh, but I, I think my job's done. Like you can disguise yourself as me, right? And just you, who can talk? Can anyone talk this good as Poma? He's not that good, but if you remember there, can anyone do this? Uh, I don't know. Can, can, can anybody do this? <laughs> that's, that's actually not too bad. I don't know. Oh, is, is this okay? Oh, oh my I goodness! Mar I think Marquel has it naturally. Yeah, but Marquel has to cast a spell to do that, right? To do I the disguise. Like the and then what, we get what, the wild magic. You can do see me again, and addresses. But uh, I could, so I could arrange a meet. Um, where do you? But he's not here. He's he's. So where would we meet? We're, we're he's down in um, um, showing it on the Greyhawk map. He's 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 based in Cauldron, which is a day's journey oh, south by road, or on the Amedio Highway. Last remember, time. this is the this is uh, if you remember, just fresh memory. Like this you're not near, near Tomokan. Well, Tomokan's over here. But yeah, you're in the Emilio jungle. So as you've been sailing south, it's 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 luckily it's not the rainy and season, but it's, it's really humid and um, it's uh, quite warm. It's like think about it as like uh, Florida weather, but in the fall, not in the hot summer. Well, we could ask Poma where they normally meet and then arrange an emergency meeting with him there. Yeah, um, but Poma's dead on the ship. I'm sorry about that. Like, it's ugh. fine. It's fine. It's fine. God, that voice Serial. is annoying, man. 
Um, Stereo can uh, can talk to the dead, so we're oh. good. Oh, so so okay. Um, uh, we done here then? Like I, I don't know what this box is, but uh, and there's a book over there. Do you not want the box of the book? I got my money. I right. want the box of the book. I'm taking the book. Do you guys think we should actually check and see what's in the bags to make sure it's just money? We should probably check what's in the box, too. Well, you don't trust me. Let's let's check when we're safe. Honestly, at this point, I don't actually care whether you take something or not, because you held up your end of the bargain, and right now, and he and you can you still can't betray us for a year. Yep, you'll have to oh, yeah, severely right. punch. I know, I know. I'll punch myself in the heart really hard, a lot. Yeah, really hard. Okay. So that's so, why I oh, it. He okay. kind of cringes a little just at the thought of that. <laughs> like, look, I'm happy with my money. Well, then we're Anyways, happy. Let's go. How you about wanna... we think of our, let's think of our next move when we're safe. How about we get back to the ship? Well, we'll just, just go back to the ship. I'll walk. I mean, I'm going we back there, too. To... I'm not staying here. I'm not... Look, uh, yeah. I'll tell. Uh, let's. Uh, so, are you gonna take? You're taking the book and the the little box for later. Yeah, yes. oh, of course. Yeah. Okay. We're taking everything and of value you, in this room. And you, and you are <laughs> you are or not checking the bags. I wasn't. Clear. We I'm should sorry. check the bags I, just to yeah. be sure. We need to check the bags. We just want to make, make sure, sure that we're not taking something dangerous I'm or giving him but, uh, something <laughs> dangerous. You're welcome. Okay, to all fine. the money that we find in there. That was the object. You're fine, and he hands you one of the bags. Um, each how, one. How do, you, how do you know what's in the bags? He did. He looked in it. He just looked in there. Don't you remember he? Because, 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 like, you know, I, I, kind of, maybe, kind of followed him with a ring on, maybe. I was gonna say you knew this place pretty well for somebody who doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Who wasn't invited here quite often. I maybe wasn't nice and used a ring that was sunk in my ship. Okay. So, yeah, let's open the bags. <laughs> yeah, basically, you guys sunk that ship instead of boarding it. Um, many treasure, bottom of ocean. I mean, we could technically go back for it. Oh, good luck now. Um, yeah. It's too bad we don't have somebody that has, a, uh, you know, an, an item that can let them breathe into water. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't actually use. I can't see much from the shade. I pro can it up, right? I can't use that either. Talk to fish or breathe underwater. You right? have you have a couple a features paladin. of that new item. You have the cube of force, yes, and do you do that. have the detection abilities that yes. come that come with wave. But you don't have the underwater unless you swear to pro can. And that's mm-hmm. going to be very bad for you if you're I live in a cave underground (laughs) yeah it's gonna be difficult so anyway um you open the bag and each one of them it appears each one of them has you're gonna you can count one of them they all look the same uh you still have detect magic going right mark well is there any magic in any there's no magic in the bags no there's no magic in the bags it's all right so it's all just money if that's all it is then i'm total cool with giving it to you each bag contains five thousand platinum yeah just let them have it 
Uh, Sariel's. No, don't do it. Ariel. I slap Sariel's hand. You don't hey, know no. what I'm doing. We made a deal. <laughs> we made a deal. We know. You have, we... You have no idea what I'm thinking this... or doing right now. <laughs> says the money hungry person. Hey, I yeah, it's about double the money that he said was here. Just... Oh. But he said, but hey, you said I could keep all of the money. You can yeah, get everything else. Hey, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah, I'm, yes. I'm okay with that. I mean, That's... you know, maybe we could just have one. Burial. Okay, okay. It's more than I said, but I didn't know how much was here. I knew it was at least 100000 And you said I could have all the money. <sighs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, 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 have, I have a small suggestion. Yes? How about you donate a little bit to the crew who just saved your ass? <sighs> oh, that's true. They oh, my God. They... They had no vested interest in actually. I can, I can make you say that if you really want to. My sword's getting hungry. Uh, no, 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 no. No swords, no dildo d d a dagger. Like, <laughs> I don't want none of that. I'm sick. I, I, I'm good. But just, just, just a small. You can keep everything else, but I don't know. Maybe just one of these little bags. Oh, a As whole bag? A thank you. Just one. It's okay. more than you thought you, can you were going to get anyway. You have everything else. It was double what you expected it to be. The one Dude. bag is not even cutting into the original cut that you had had had. And that's just for our crew. We won't even take it ourselves. It's for our crew. Uh, okay. I mean, all right. The, the crew that fed you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't kill you. And made a good pretend. Exactly. Um, then you could have just died. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't we, know what these other things are, but I don't like. So I can get you back to the ship, and then I can be me and leave. Or yeah. can I? Can you disguise me as something else so I can like take? I need to get oh, a wow. ship. I can buy a ship now. But um, yeah, could could you help me? Yeah, Zopop is a good guy that way. I mean, not speaking for Zilpip, but like probably. <laughs> so, so I I don't know how much ships are and stuff, but um, uh, I know well, we can buy well, them. We can, you can let, definitely get yourself a scoop. We yeah. can let we can let Zilpip answer it. That's true. Zilpip's the shipmaster. So, how much? Like, what would be a ship kind of like yours? But like, what do I pay the crew and all that? And um, I'll I'll. Well, okay, okay. well, for brevity's sake, um, yeah, the ship itself is fifty thousand. The galleon that you're on, because you remember he paid mm -hmm. your ship plus twenty five. Yeah. Um. So roughly a, a galleon of that, and crew would be about, uh, besides all of the food and room and board and having that, probably a good crew is a um a gold a day. So it's not not a lot. Compared. All right. Nice. Uh, a ship will cost you a little more than fifty thousand gold, and a good crew is just about a gold a day. So that's yeah, that's it. Okay. And if I have like the same number of guys as you, could I hire any of them? No. Uh, no. Sorry, they've been hey. with us for a very long time. We're very attached. He'd he had to ask. 
I I definitely like to hug my Johnson whenever I see him. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so all right, let's get out of here. Um, Just to reach around, I'm gonna tell. Uh, follow along. Let's uh, follow along with me. He shuts the. You take the book and the thing you, you put. Where do you put them? Markwell's putting the book in his bag. He wants the book. In his or bag. Markwell would do that. Is there anything else, like drawers or anything else, that have anything of value? You can roll an investigation in the room. Awesome. I would like to do that. I would like to do that. Because anything that's not um, nailed down. I would, but I'm bad at investigation. I rolled... Oh. <laughs> I rolled a 23. Really? Um. Okay, roll a d100. A d100. I rolled a 27. Uh, 59. Okay, you, you do, you only, there's only one thing left in the, the room. Um, oh no. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh yes. <laughs> I like that when it comes out of the DM. <laughs> Roll 3d4, please. 3d4, okay. Uh, that's 10. You you find a in one of the drawers you find a bag um, that has a bunch of beans in it. It is a bag of beans. I will explain because I know you have ritual identify just for brevity. Um, uh, inside this heavy cloth are ten beans. Um, if you dump the bag's contents in the ground, they explode and have it raised. But if you remove a bean from the bag, plant it in dirt or sand, and then water it. A bean produces a f- effect one minute later from the ground where it was planted. Uh, you will roll a D100, and there are things like a tree ant sprouts or toadstools or a bright pink toad cross forth or a pyramid with a 60-foot square base burst upward. Inside is a sarcophagus containing mummy, mummy lord <laughs> with a treasure of a mummy lord. Like, there's random... <laughs> amazing nice. ridiculous things which is so on brand and that was the role that you did yes so, awesome um, i got a bag amazing. of beans i got a bag of beans <laughs> you sold the cow for no i got a bag of beans <laughs> <laughs> i'll put it next to my job dirt <laughs> um so anyway was the uh, 10 how many beans are in there yes okay perfect so you have 10 beans it was 3d4 so nice um jesus that's gonna be ridiculous um uh, okay and uh anything else and and mike grew terrified that day No, I just find it entertaining that like it's, I really want to play one of very, these things instantaneously. <laughs> I am fully aware of what how stupid it's going to be. <laughs> I know what you need we to do. A, can we put one of the beans in the jar of dirt on like the dock and see what happens? <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, no, 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 no. Maybe no, we get out just, of town before we do this. What if you just put? Stuff? What if you just teleport inside a giant and then plant the beans inside them and see what happens? And Quila slash Poma says, are you guys always this ridiculously talkative? Can yeah. we please leave? Yeah, we're, ta- we're fine. Out of here. It's, 
important conversation. Is there any really nice pillows? About beans? Yes. <laughs> Better than dicks. Is there uh, any really nice pillows? <laughs> uh, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I think you're addicted. <laughs> oh, my Man. God. Oh, that, one that was a good that one. one really hurt. That one was a good one. That, that did hurt. Uh, all right. Okay. So if that's all that's here, let's get out and move get on to the here. next step. Crispin needs to kill something. I'm looking forward to trying out this new blade. Um, okay, so as you head back if, in a fight, then I meant. I don't know fight. if DM heard me. As we leave, is there any nice pillows that I could grab off of one of the sofas? Right oh my gosh! <laughs> so there are. It is a Some, well. Like, it is really a, nice, like. It's a gorgeous bed. <laughs> Gold, like threaded pillows, you know. It's all right. We should yeah. just stealing from a dead guy. He doesn't need them anymore. It's, He's already it's, dead. Yeah. Eight hundred thread. And my count. pillows are being used. Um, but, I mean, but 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 if you take those, they're gonna know someone stole how? them from this place, and oh. we're not. I would not steal my own pillows. That's so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> well, how, how about off of one of the sofas on the way out? You know. That's the, the idea is I'm going to tell them I'm going on vacation, so don't worry. And then we leave. If yeah. you steal things, it doesn't make sense that I'm on vacation. They're really nice pillows. Tell them that you're packing them with you. Tell Fifth, oh, you're Fifth, so Tell nice. Fifth, Tell Fifth, you have a problem. Tell Fifth, go. you are a paladin uh, that is supposed to uphold righteousness and justice. Do you know how hard it is to find a good damn pillow in the bottom of, you know, a cave? Tell Fifth, Tell and, and you got pillows. from the bad Tell guy. Tell Fifth, <laughs> I hold out my hand. I say, here's a new friend for you. This is Hercules. Here, just go. Hercules. Play, play with him. Play with him. <laughs> be, be quiet. Play with him. I am now distracted. Let us go. <laughs> <laughs> Let us go. So you have a little key, Hercules. a little dancing, a little dancing key. Da, 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 ha, ha, ha. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I have ever seen. And Helfeth is intently staring and following the people in front of him. You're like a puppy. <laughs> I'm a, a kid. You're, you're a dumb king <laughs> puppy. Okay, you're not a kid. You're a young adult. That, I'm a young like, adult. Yeah. You're not a child. Okay, but tell me how many young adults would not be entertained by a dancing key. Yeah, come on now. Oh, I I'm, I'm am entertained by a dancing key. <laughs> <laughs> yes, at this age, I'm still entertained by a dancing key. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, uh, the ragtime doll. Oh <laughs> Does that have the top hat and everything? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Terrible. Anyway, moving on. I'm glad he came in handy. Actually, that should <laughs> oh my be out goodness. of copyright. Uh-oh, is that? What? No, it should be out of copyright. Oh, it should be out of. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, as you head back, um, Oh Jesus! Really? Um, is that what they had? Yes, Michael. That is what they had. Um. 
Okay, so you head back. Um, you have... Uh, he's on the ship. He's offering to arrange a meet. And he's going to suggest that you... Uh, you can meet at the... Uh, outside of Cauldron at a... Uh, a pretty popular place called Lucky Monkey. The Lucky Monkey? Yeah. So cheeky. A good traveler's place where people have lots of meetings and, you know, Cauldron, uh, anyway. Um, that's what I suggest. And, uh, so let's go. So he walks downstairs and he knocks on the door and the butler comes up. Yes, sir. And he goes, okay, I'm going, uh, I'm going to roll again, just in case. I'm, I'm going to give him gonna, guidance. Yeah, I'm giving him advantage, too. I'm going to help. What's the guidance? A d4? Plus a d4, yeah. And I'm giving him advantage because I'm helping. 16. Helping on him. Well, yeah. he's de deception. Yeah. Um, okay, so he's, uh, okay, sir, uh, I'll be gone for at least a couple months, keep the place neat, and, uh, and, you know, here, and he reaches into his pocket, and he gives him a platinum, and he goes, are you okay, sir? He goes, yeah, you know, I don't give you holiday bonuses enough, and like, anyway, have fun. And uh, that's a lot of money for him. And uh, it's a thousand, you know, it's a thousand, uh, it's a hundred gold. So yeah. um, hopefully that doesn't set off any alarms. Is pl Wait, platinum is hundred or ten? Hundred gold. 100, uh, no, uh, ten gold. Ten gold. Ten gold. Yeah. That's ten gold. That's a lot. Uh, um, so charm person. I'm going to try to charm him. Tell him not to just not to tell anyone. No, 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 I stop him. You he know like I'll tell him he'll know after an hour. No. Okay. Don't don't. That's a fair point. Because are your friends okay? I grab Hercules out of out of Talfa Sands and give it to Zilpip. What is that thing? What is going on? He goes, never mind. Uh I don't care because that was Quilla slash <laughs> um, saying, what is going on? Let's go. Okay, let's go. Like, you guys I pay you good money to be my guards. You're being idiots. Sorry, boss. Okay, that was good. And he goes, oh, you, you all leave. And the guy just looks at it and shakes his head and closes the door. Um, I don't believe you got away with all that. Like... <laughs> Uh, basically, that was a 15 DC with the extra two. It worked. Um, <laughs> um, so you're able to make it back to your ship. Um, and uh, he does uh, walk up with you guys um, to the the deck, and he says, "So, uh, would Zilpip or a couple of you come with me to to?" Just so I'm safe to buy a vessel? I mean, that's not really our deal at this point. Uh, 
how long is this going to last though? And then I'll buy a vessel and then I'll turn, I'll turn back into me. And like, maybe I should turn into me now. It lasts eight hours. So you still have but another if, six hours. If, yeah. But if I, but if I go buy something and then, Oh, I could buy it and then assign it to me as someone else. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. yeah that's probably Wait. Uh, exactly yeah. what you should do because otherwise they'll wonder where you got all the money from. You know um, what? I think or should... he can buy it as he is right now and just sign over the deed to Quila. Or you could just travel someplace else and buy a ship someplace else. Just a book passage yeah, here. And how can I travel somewhere idea. else if I don't have a ship to travel somewhere else? No, you just book passages on somebody else's ship. You don't have to buy the ship now. But if I booked passage as Poma and then I become Quila, then it's going to be like freaky. That's true. Why don't you just come with us? Or um, no, no, I can't do that. I don't. I should be able to. Could if, could, could I get a can I get a ride to somewhere where I can buy a ship as me? As, well, it, I don't have to do that stupid voice anymore. So <laughs> I could. The thing is, is if you come with us, we can't guarantee you that we'll pull into a port that will be able to sell you a ship. But you can come with us. Is there a place it, between you know. here and Cauldron we can stop and drop you off? No, that's like further inland. We can give him um, one of the dinghies. One of what? They're beautiful. No, what? I don't think we should give him anything. He's got the money. Like we gave him. Okay, the so uh, All right. okay, so I could go buy something. Won't you please, someone come with me? I don't I, like Palma. Would never walk alone. Like he did. Uh, um, but he did walk alone. You guys observed that he came by himself. With no guards. This is true. Yes. So here's the other problem. Um, we just killed one of the Dawn Council, one of the seven, and there's he's gonna be missing. And so, so technically, I don't want to be seen as him buying a ship. Oh wait, I could buy a ship, and then they think I've left. I just told them. I just said I'd be gone for a couple months. If they ask, I don't even know his name. Yeah. Uh, the butler. So at least got a question. couple months. So do we have to stay within a certain range of you for this disguise to hold? Um, it. Is it like a concentration? Uh, that is a good question. It is not concentration. Um, it's because it says the range of this area is 30 feet, but I think that's when I initially cast it. So the, Let me double check. Here, I'll tell you in a second. <laughs> no, it's a. Uh... Okay. I I can I can go with Zilpip to walk this guy to the other side of the dock and buy a boat. It's 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 not very far. It's only like over on the other end of uh, this area. Well, and, here's a never mind. Um, and you we, by the way, oh go ahead. I'm sorry. We could all go if we're still disguised. 
That way we don't have to split the party, Bryn. Gosh darn. Yeah, exactly. You want to do that? Yeah, I think we should all just stick together. I think so, too. Okay. So you you all walk... Uh, um, you all walk down uh, just to the basically the end of uh, end of this entire area. You cross a bridge to what looks like um, there's an auction place that has just guys standing around with with deeds. Um, there are vessels associated with them, but he uh, uh, they're you know. Hey, we had a galleon here. We got a galleon here. We got a galleon here. We got 40,000, 40,000, 45,000. Do I hear 50,000? Do I hear 50,000? 50,000, 50,000, 45,000 going once, 45,000 going twice. Sold. Okay, we got a uh, Corvair. We got a Corvair. We got a Corvair. 22,000, 22,000. He goes, what should we buy? Should we buy one like yours? What is yours? No, just get a Corvair. But that's that's a small ship, right? but it'll get you out of the city. That's what you need, right? You can always trade it in later on. Okay. Um, and you guys are listening along, and they, they're basically focused on one one is a war vessel, which is going for like 150,000 gold. Um, and uh, I'm going to pull up my prices here and see what he is going to go for. It's almost like someone spent a lot of time planning for like <laughs> a sea battles and having to buy new ships. <laughs> Glad that wasn't you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, actually, um, what comes up um, in about five minutes, a uh, a ship, a caravel, much like your old one, comes up for uh, 30000 And uh, it starts bidding at twenty, And at a 22, 24, as it gets to 28, it pauses for a second. And it goes, 30. And... Going once, going twice, he sold Caravel, which was the ship you started with yeah. before the Galleon. Mm-hmm. Um, and he buys a Caravel that is uh, actually moored right by the uh, main entrance where all of the uh, ships for sale are. Um, you haven't seen this ship, but nonetheless, and he, um, there's a board nearby, Zilpip, and you notice this. So two things occur before we take our break. He buys the ship. He sees a board where he can go hire people. He goes to the, um, um, reaches in and he pays him in cash for the thing you guys are all standing around. And they look at him like, uh, wow, council person. Uh, okay. Uh, glad to do business with you. And, um, you know, uh, uh, we have people you can hire right off this board and I can rec- actually I can recommend here. He gives him a list of different people that are on the, on the board. He says, these are more discreet crew and they can be found at the sanguine. Uh, 
Um, and uh, there's a um, a meeting place for all of the crew um, where they, he can go hire. And he says, uh, and is this going to be in your name? He goes, no. Uh, one of my colleagues has lost his ship and I'm going. Oh, sorry. He says it in this nasal. Yeah. And yeah, my, my uh, one of my colleagues lost his ship and uh, we're going to give it to uh, uh, Captain Anton Quila. And uh, he'll come. He'll he'll be he'll be over there to pick it up. But uh, uh, do I sign this over and uh, have him sign it? So he uses his like. He goes, great. I'll do that later. And um, he goes, no, you have to sign this now, sir. And he goes, okay. And he I give him guidance if he's going to have to forge a signature. Okay. <laughs> Good thing. Um, he, he looks at it and goes, okay. And uh, so I said it was going to be a 13 for this. Yeah. And uh, with the guidance, it's 14. You just put his hand on his shoulder. Sir, you sir, you uh, all set? He goes, yes, yes, yes. And he writes his <laughs> name and he assigns the name to Captain Anton Quila. Um, and there's another signature for Captain Quila to sign later. And he goes and dries it off. There you go, sir. Just have the recipient countersign and, and witness it by someone and we're all set. Uh, slot 17 and uh, your crew will report. Um, I'll make sure they uh, uh, you, you're going to have two shifts. It'll be all set. So great. Thank you. And he drops a uh, platinum on the on the desk. He goes, thank you, sir. And he just pockets it really quickly. Um, <laughs> and uh, he's kind of clanking like he's making a little bit of noise as he's walking though, because he's got three bags of platinum shoved in his pockets. He doesn't have a backpack. <laughs> so uh, uh, he's walking. He so, as he walks away. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. like a little bit, but no one really takes any notice and you will end up uh, safely back to your vessel. Um, so he's bought a ship. Um, and before he goes though, he's I'll send a message. You got to tell me what to tell him. To, to meet you at uh, I, uh, the Lucky Monkey, and I can do that. Um, let me pre-roll that, and oh, nice. I doesn't need guidance on that, but he rolled a 19 for his... Uh, oh, yeah. I'd, have to do, his I'd have to do it before, anyway. His sending. Um, and uh, you guys decide. Let's take our uh, break. Oh, cool. Okay. And the other thing is, uh, I guess... Decide if you're going down there now, or um, or are you doing anything in town. Most high maintenance mm. hostage ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had to hold his hand. By the way, he's like he's like a codependent hostage. <laughs> he handed Bryn. He handed you the bag. By the way, yes, I have it in my holding. Yeah, <laughs> the one of the four bags. He kept three. Nice. nice.
Interesting. Well, it's time for our break. I guess the captain got his ship. Uh, all right. Well, let's start out first by thanking all of the listeners that listen to this podcast. You guys are amazing. We really appreciate everyone that listens. You guys are uh, both uh, keeping me on my toes and having a uh, input into some non-player characters sometimes. Thank you to all the players. Without you, I would just be making maps. I'm Michael Cremeen, the Dungeon Master, and we have a couple thank yous. I'd like to thank Podbean. Podbean is where we distribute our podcast. We upload it to one place and it sends it to all the places automatically. It's very cool. You can sign up to podbean.com for free. And if you want to, you can have an affordable paid account, which allows you to monetize and have, get statistics on your podcast. It is very cool. Podbean.com. We also have all of the characters you're listening to. You can see their character sheets at recklessmoves.com. And those character sheets are created at D&D Beyond. D&D Beyond is an excellent Dungeons & Dragons platform at D&D Beyond. It has a wonderful character sheet builder. It has campaigns. It has uh, all the source books. It has a lot of modules that DMs can use. It has a wonderful uh, dice roller built into it. And there's an iOS and Android app, with, which also has a dice roller. So it's very cool. And you can see the dice rolls of everyone in your campaign. It uh, is very fun. We wouldn't be listening to this podcast if it wasn't for Zoom Pro. Zoom is great and free to use, but Zoom Pro allows you to have unlimited recording and unlimited meeting time. It's uh, Zoom Pro. Check it out at zoom.us. We have some technology partners to thank. I really want to thank Sure Microphones, Blue Microphones, Sennheiser Headphones, QSC Mixers and Monitors, and Reaper and Audacity for making excellent editing tools for the sound of our podcast. Want to thank our audio sources, both the paid and the open source. For our licensed podcast music, music we use audio with two eyes, A-U-D-I-I-O.com. You can have a very affordable annual or lifetime licenses for both podcast music, but they also have effects and other uh, music that you can use for films and other, other endeavors. We use it for podcast music. It is fun. We also use some music from a wonderful website called Tabletop Audio. Tabletop Audio is a has a built-in player, too. So for your home games, you can have background music. It's very cool. It's open on their Creative Commons license, and we are giving attribution to TabletopAudio.com. We're adventuring in Greyhawk. The wonderful maps that we are using in the campaign and the, the locations you hear during the podcast are all from Greyhawk. The best maps by far for Greyhawk are from Anna B. Meyer. Anna, B-M-E-Y-E-R, AnnaBMeyer.com. It's amazing. There's, there's so many different maps, including the flags of all of the 
the lands and heralds. All the banners. And there's even a waterway, waterway map for the entire uh, land of Greyhawk. Very cool stuff. For Dungeon Masters, a great resource is donjohn.bin.sh. Donjohn allows for both those ad hoc maps, ad hoc cities, inns. Hey, want to know what someone's serving it in? There's a randomization for that. It's very, very cool. And we would be remiss if we didn't thank Google for making all of the Google Docs that we use to organize our entire campaign. Uh, between Google Sheets and Google Docs, I would be lost without them. And we do our, uh, we even have an org chart for this campaign. If you are interested in that, check it out at recklessmoves.com under the listener's guide. For season one. I'd like to thank coffee. Right now we're drinking from Atlas Coffee Club, atlascoffee.com. I am drinking coffee from Kenya. Provided by Atlas Coffee. Fantastic stuff. Keep the comments coming at recklessmoves.com. If you have any corrections as you listen to this podcast, please fill out the form on our website. I'd be happy to make those corrections if you are proven to be correct. Or I will correct your correction if it is not correct. So we might have a correction or a correction to the correction. So we'll see how it goes at RecklessMoves.com in the contact form. I'd like to thank Andrew for providing the uh, corrections from last episode last week. I don't think I have any from this episode. Let's get back to the game and see what happens. Now that uh, Anton has a ship, I wonder what the party's going to do. Yeah, we'll find out. I'm just the dungeon master. I don't know what's going on. Because we don't railroad. By the way, if you are interested in the house rules that you hear sometimes that are different than Dungeons & Dragons plain old 5th edition... You can find those also at our website at RecklessMoves.com. There are some house rules we've decided on to make the game more uh, move faster in some regards and make it a little, make the stakes a little higher in others. Improve death rolls. <laughs> oh, of course, that won't come into play ever. <clears throat> so anyway, back to the game. Make sure to call your shot. All right, and back from our break. Our party has, uh, what did you call it? The most high maintenance prisoner ever? 
Um, basically, he successfully, with some amazing roles of deception, met with some terrible roles of perception. They party in disguise, and with Captain Anton Quila, uh, disguised as Palma, the council person, um, you were able to uh, you're able to successfully kind of do a uh, clandestine raid into his Palma's um, really nice, nice house. It was a bit of a heist. Yeah. And uh, you ended up with um, a box, which you haven't identified, a um, bag we found, which is a bag of beans, which uh, was there. And you also have a book, which also has not been identified yet. Um, The... There was a large sum of money found, and the party convinced, uh, basically under a little bit of a threat, to part with a quarter of the wealth that he he kind of lied about how much there was there or was incorrect. You don't know which it was. Um, he assumed there was about a hundred thousand gold that he was going to walk away with. He ended up with a hundred and fifty after the party decided to give a quarter to the crew, and I don't know if that's the crew or the, it went into. The bag of holding for the party so you have basically you know five thousand platinum uh in a in a in a sack in the bag of holding and uh, since i have the one adventurers one i'm going to go ahead and identify uh use it to identify at will uh the the book and the box uh okay um the well the the box uh has a latch on it and you'd have to open that to find out what it is. I will check it for traps. Uh, um, you roll a investigation. Yeah, 21. Um, okay, there, there are no traps. Is it locked? It is not locked. Okay. Uh, does somebody else want to open this, or you want to just let me identify it? I'll open it. I'm opening it. I'll open. Okay. Too late. I snatch it and I open it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, inside, um, you find a. Uh, Oh, oh man. Why did I roll that? I hate when I uh, <sighs> So um inside there is a pair of bracers. Okay. Uh, I will I, I will I, I will identify them. Are they pretty? They are um they're just, they seem like a kind of, they're leather with a little bit of a, uh, with ties that tie them. They look pretty, pretty innocuous. They are illusionist bracers. Uh, I will read this to you. A powerful illusionist of House Demir originally developed these bracers, which enabled her to create multiple minor illusions at, month, uh, at once. 
bracer's power, though, extends far beyond illusions. While wearing these bracers, whenever you cast a cantrip, you can use the bonus action on the same turn to ca cast that cantrip a second time. Uh, <clears throat> wait, wait, wait. Uh, see that? <clears throat> see that again? See that again? It what? While wearing these bracers, they require attunement by a spellcaster. <gasps> While wearing the bracers, whenever you cast a cantrip, you can use a bonus action of the same term to cast that cantrip a second time. Oh. Quick, quick, quick question for the DM. Uh, yes. Does my dick dagger require attunement? Um, the, the dagger does. Okay. So you know who would, I actually. I don't, I I don't think, want it then. I think Zilpip would yeah, do good I think with Zil this. Zilpip considering would be that amazing. Eldritch Blast wait, 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 is a cantrip. Your, yeah, you, you're, it's going to be a special. Uh, I gave you two of the attributes of it already. Um, so the dagger that you have, besides the uh, illusion that only people that are in your party or friendly that you choose can see, yes. the party always sees it. But it is uh, a dagger with the weapon damage of a rapier and a an extra D. Um, you said 2D8. Uh, 2D8 damage. extra damage for sneak attacks. It is specifically awesome. designed for a rogue to do extra damage to sneak attacks, that will scale up with leveling. Gotta get that extra D. Did it? Okay, very cool. Yeah. Okay, you gotta stick it in from behind. <laughs> so, so like, if you crit with a sneak attack with that, that's like 32 extra damage. Yeah, well, I already get 98. Uh, so this attack. would be... Two or 90, 96. An additional 2-8. 2d8 yeah nice um and that will at level 17 is when you rewarded that so it will go up a d8 per level an extra d8 per level okay. on top of the and the damage of the dagger is is uh the same as a rapier the base damage awesome so i mean I'll, i can i can customize it so I'll do yeah that. yeah I'll, or i can make it for you well um, zilpip i think i think you would probably benefit by having these bracers i yeah. agree <laughs> I actually was going to say Zilpip would be amazing because he could do like six. So that's what right? you just had is you just had a box with uh, these innocuous looking leather bracers in. But when you identify them, the illusionist bracers are. Um, Can you imagine you get to push someone up to 60 feet because you could push someone every time with yeah. an Eldritch Blast every time one hits? Like. Oh, then they spend their entire turn trying to run back. The to DM you. just realized <laughs> that that's double Eldritch blasts. Yes, like yeah. all, all the players realize right away. Like, oh, dude, you could just. I, I, I saw, saw Zilfish <laughs> like dancing in the background, raising his arms, and now I understand. <laughs> and I, it is what it is. Like, and um, I did make a note. His, his semantic is now Crispin. Do you see? Do you see why I? Uh, Crispin sees why. Uh, um. That chat was. <laughs> yep, definitely. Yeah, that's the that's the one that was uh, I knew was coming up in this uh, quest with Poma. Um, so, um, the book. Uh, are you identifying that? Are you investigating that? How are you? Um, I will. If I need to investigate, I'll investigate first. Marco's bag. Mike Phil does not want to let go of the book. Well, I just look at it. It's 25. Yeah, 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 yeah. 25 investigation. Um, to the best of what you can tell, you don't think there's any trap or anything here. 
Okay. I will go ahead and cast investigation. I mean, uh, identify. I, uh, okay. Um, I have to look at someone's character sheet before I award this. Okay. <laughs> that doesn't sound ominous at all, or yeah. it sounds super OP. <laughs> um, uh, sorry, just give me one second. Hey, Topheth. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, no. I, I I I call Hercules back, so he jumps out of. Uh, oh, he, no, he jumps Zilpip's out of. Yeah, he jumps out of Zilpip's hands and comes it's back. It's not my hands any longer, <laughs> and I'm saddened about my pillows. <laughs> if you want Damn something it, soft, you can always just pull out some fluff balls. Exactly. No. This is true. Um, At least they cuddle back. Yeah. This is true. Yeah, but a good pillow, you know, for your neck. Well, you know, um, you've got enough money to buy a damn pillow. <laughs> Why buy it? When we um, get it on so this is a tome <laughs> of leadership and influence. Ooh. I'll read it to you. Oh, I know what that is. Contains guidelines for influencing and charming others, and its words are charged with magic. If you spend 48 hours or a period of six days studying the book's contents, your charisma score increases by two as does your maximum for that score. <gasps> it's charisma. I think that should go to Zilpip too. Because uh, he's a, he's a charisma caster. Who else uses charisma? Wait, no, I use Saucer, charisma. You use your charisma? Okay, go for it then. You guys figure it out. I really want it. No. Rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. Okay. Well, Zilpip just got the bracers, then. Yeah, I mean that's only fair. I mean that's fair. Okay, that's that's fair. Well, no, see, the bracers is just a thing, but that's a temporary stat boost, yo. So that that changes DC. That changes everything. Right. Well, they're just just have to be a rabble rouser, Sario. Yep. What if we just? You've already got your bracers. Can I have this book? I love books. You know what? Uh, yeah. Marquail hasn't got anything since he came back from the dead. What do you mean? And even He's... then, that was just erotica. <laughs> <laughs> he got the. Hey, he got the best gift of all. Knowledge. I know. I've been reading it every night. Oh, <laughs> you mean that one book that was supposed to be safe for him for born love, born no, love. What was what was that book that we found for him, Twig? Didn't you give that Originally? to him? Right? Yeah. Wasn't it supposed to go to him in the first place? You know that oh. one? The one oh. you kept reading? Yeah, that one that you read and um, oh. used. Yeah. What? Um, <laughs> I, 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 oh, I hear somebody calling me. I, I gotta go see Captain Johnson. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> gotta see a man about a Johnson, I see. <laughs> You're gonna go compare Johnsons? <laughs> well, Twigs is obviously smaller, so. <laughs> well, here's the thing. It's it's totally up to you guys. I mean, you, you can guys roll decide. off for it if you want. Yeah, or... yeah, it's up to you guys. I kind of want to roll off for it, but I also understand and I'm more inclined to concede. Well, in this case, think internal. Yeah, I, yeah, I will yeah. say that um, you both have attunement slots. You both have twenty charisma right now, and the difference, though. The illusionist bracers 
um, with a double Eldritch Blast is probably more. It depends if you want to do damage. I'm just I'm just explaining as a DM. Like the Illusionist Bracers basically double Eldritch Blast. That was intended as a for the this part of the campaign to be for you, Zilpit. So this other one was I didn't know you had a 20. Um I didn't know Mark Well you had a 20, but that was originally intended for the Mark Whale because he missed a large portion of the campaign. Now, but does it raise it past 20? Because some items won't raise it past 20. It does. It raises the maximum and the other by two. <clears throat> so it, so it's it, yeah. it's you guys decide or you can roll off. I, I I'm mm-hmm. I'm just telling you the the pros and cons. Um, knowing Whale knowing, really wants it. Knowing Zilp- that I will concede. Zilp- hey Mark Whale, you have a you have the tome. Uh, what's it called? Tome, the dome, dome, tome. Uh, tome of leadership. Uh, sorry, it's a tome of. I'll link it for you. Oh, I see it. A I leadership it. and influence. Now you need to take um, forty-eight total hours before this is used. So it's you're you're going to have to take time at a place to use this. It's not something you can use right now. Right? You need a period right. of. 48 hours over a period of six days or fewer. So you have to take 48 hours over basically a week to study this okay. and have the effect. So it's not a, it's not a two minute on short rest like the other one is. And it's a use, it's a used item. It's not an attunement slot. So you both, Zilpip and Mark Whale have an attunement slot left. Um, all right, so that's what you guys find. I'm really nervous about the beans, but um, uh, beans. (laughs) Um. So we're still in port, or we did take? Did we? You are still in port, and the last action that, uh, um, Quila slash Poma wants to take is to arrange this this meeting and uh says hey i i've what 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 we need the reason guys like what's what are we i'm not going to be meeting or am i do i have to go with you no no you're um so one of you is going to be disguised as me right what what is it that this guy can do for us he is the highest uh to recap the ember uh, the highest that you know of in this cell, in, in this cell, is okay. um, the guy he can arrange a meeting with. Just say you want to present uh, the uh, NAB's ship as a token of esteem. Right. So that's uh, Solko is uh, the yeah. the Poma's boss because yeah. this is this has been such a thorn in the Ember's side. This is a prize worthy of. Well, One given the... what they are, the merchants, you know, so having the ship of their enemies yeah. would be a prized possession. Yeah. So this is like a valuable gift to for for Palma. Soko to give to Palma, right? Is that what we're is that the ruse? No, Palma to give to Soko. Palma the, to give to Soko. The other way. He's captured a ship. 
And so I've captured a ship and I want to present yeah, it, I, present to it to uh, Soko to you. Yeah. Is there to uh, zoom in here? Is there a river that goes down there? There is. It doesn't go to Lucky Monkey though. It goes nearby. Uh, uh, yeah. Either you could. Uh, either my suggestion is you guys like rent a cart and horses to get down there to meet. But if the ruse is that we're going to present you the the deed, you could use this. You could use this fake rolled up paper as a here. It gives you the um, the paper that was in the safe. Yeah, we rolled up and it's oh, just yeah, it has the codes. It just has the codes. Yeah. Yeah, but at, at least for the meeting, and, is it going to uh, slow us? Is that going to slow our travel time down if we have to go around a long way or something? No, it's it's right on the way. Can you guys see the map? No, just the other the old map. Oh, we see the, yeah, the one that, yeah, yeah. Greyhawk. There yeah, yeah. So here's Sasserin, where you guys are, and this mm -hmm. is Cauldron. And here's Lucky oh. Monkey. Oh, okay. So. I see. So it's nearer Cauldron. Yeah. Okay. And depending on what you learn from Sulco, you may have more information of how the Ember relate to, the whole goal is to find out who relates to who are the heads of each organization? Because there's someone above Suladani, you know that, and there's someone definitely above Poma, which is Sulco. There's probably someone above Sulco, mm -hmm. and if you can find both of those out, you'll find out who's running this or this whole nefarious enterprise. And we can find out the demon who is. Yeah, you've been kind of chipping away at this for a year, yeah, and you're now reaching. You didn't know anything about the Ember channel of people until you well, we defeated find, the captain. You find out which demon is posing it, passing itself off as Manila Ka. And why? And why, yeah. So does that sound good to everybody? Yeah. I can't wait for you to find we out. We need to find like the, the <laughs> Oh, sorry. Did I say that loud? I was supposed to use the voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> sorry, you'll, sorry, you'll heard that. What? <laughs> I have a 31 passive perception now. Oh no. Oh no. It's getting worse. <laughs> it's getting worse. Yeah. Um all right. So um he says, so that's the thing is that I'm gonna arrange a meeting so I can give you the deed of the ship I captured. Yeah. Yes. And I'll come to you because because they, they want to they you know they want to give them the ship. Okay. So let me write this out. And he writes this basically this down. Okay. He's already rolled an incredible deception on this anyway, cool. and he takes the sending stone. And he goes, and he's quiet for a second. Uh, hey, boss. Um. I great thing. Uh, Quila captured a ship, and I want to give you this galleon. It's the victor goes the spoils of the reckless abandon for a defeated enemy. 
Can we meet at the Lucky Monkey in two days? And he's looking around with his eyes, like waiting for, and he hears back. Well, that is good news. I'd love for you to come down here in a couple days. Bring the deed and bring some evidence. We'll be happy to meet. Lucky monkey, two days at dinner. I'll have the conference room for us. He he goes, okay, that's, oh, it's arranged. Um, Two days from now, uh, dinner time, lucky monkey in the conference room. He's expecting Poma and bringing the deed for the ship. Uh, DM question. Yes. Sending, they know who, if they are familiar with you, they know who sent the message. So. But he is, he is Poma Ah. right now. Okay. He is disguised as Poma and he rolled a deception to use the voice. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. So if that works for him. Mm. Hey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, sending stones can be destroyed too, just so you know. Like that yeah. is that is a that is a thing. Yeah. I know that part. It's just Yeah, like- so so here's the message in its mind recognizes the sender if it knows you so recognizing the voice and the i would say recognizes you as the voice i don't think it gets a picture in your head okay but it knows who the sender is and since poma is seeming is is more than it's not just a a physical disguise you are that person the only the only part you have to roll is does the voice can you deceive someone with the voice right or is it an illusion i don't know i don't actually don't know what seeming it's evocation evocation ah it's not an illusion so you don't get you don't get a picture of the person but he's i mean he's familiar with poma okay and you have the sending that's just that's just my like me knowing what sending does is like yeah wow (laughs) and uh and seeming is like uh, basically a bulk <laughs> um, and it's a charisma save yeah. which for someone like either Zilpip or Marquail is amazing right so yeah. alright so you have an arranged meeting now with Sulco two days hence um, you are um, is there anything you're doing in your ship or to prepare for this um there are there you you're you are still disguised as someone other than you which may be a good idea since you are a very recognizable group otherwise um Zilpip, how many more times can you cast this spell four today and uh, yeah i can cast it four more times today okay good we're going to probably need it the entire so you can cast it every day for 24 hours yes you could permanently nice. be disguised 
yeah. long as you do a long rest during the day? No, no. A this short, is a short, short rest. Short rest. Yeah, short rest. This is a long. short rest. What? what wow. That is awesome. That's cool. That is crazy. I like it until I have to fight against it. Warlocks um, are badass. <laughs> That's, oh that my is, god, could you imagine I look, having a all reason. of us change into the bad guys and the bad guys for the bad guys, so you don't know who the bad guys are because we're all the bad guys? Yeah, and then <laughs> and then you know what's going to happen? You know what's going to happen? So one of us isn't going to see who's who and go, oh my gosh, I target my own allies because I don't know who's who. Yes, but the bad guys won't know who's bad guys either. So everything just like... So we all just end up killing each other? <laughs> so the oh, only no, thing that we do the entire time is just area of effects. That's all. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my dies. God. <laughs> I, could, uh, I could do that. No, all of us will be bad guys, except we all have NAB on the back of our shirts, like, geez, like uh, jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You can do that because Stephen can make anything. So you, you have can... it like under a watch and then flip the watch up and go, look. <laughs> Cause and you can you can oh, okay. actually I think with Seema you could even drop it off individual people, so you could make somebody look naked even though they're fully clothed, or or vice versa. That's hilarious. That is. <gasps> I'm so glad that Cyril doesn't have that spell. Hold on, I'm going to look at Zilpip and I'm going to telepathically tell him, next time, next time we do this, right? Can you <laughs> make it so your semen? See, that sounds really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, it's going to be worse. If you could make, you know, uh, Twig's dagger look like what it is on the outs, you know, like that'd be kind of funny, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, maybe next time. Please. DM regret. Anyway. <laughs> I'll try keeping that in mind. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, uh, there. In Sasserin, there's lots of, you know, signage, but one near the dock where you are parked, you do see Thieves Cant, uh, Twig. Okay. Um, with a couple signs saying, uh, uh, one that says after hours and one that says rogues only. Okay. Okay, cool. So there's, they're, they're kind of near where you're, um, place now you are not you're disguised as someone other than you so you're not a rogue at the moment although they wouldn't know who's a rogue they just know you can read thieves camp yeah and I can speak thieves camp too that's right so um I let everybody know that I see this place and uh uh Bryn ma'am yeah sorry it says rogues gallery oh it says rogues gallery not rogues only yeah Rogue's Gallery, and the uh, others is After Hours. So, um, does somebody want to come with me and check this place out, or? Uh, uh, I, I could do the talking. Okay, I'll uh, go. I'll go with you. But real you have, real you quick, have, you DM question, though. Yeah, what? Yeah. Uh, how long would the journey to the Lucky Monkey take? Uh, two days. Two days. All right. Not enough to complete what you're at. What you're asking, you can't. You can't read for forty-eight hours straight. You have to. Yeah, sleep. no. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. You could. You would. Book. You would. You would, su you would suffer two levels of exhaustion, but you could. 
if I had the book, I wouldn't have to deal with that. I just read two days straight. Sorry. Because <laughs> he doesn't sleep. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Literature so, envy. So there's a. Uh, um, anyway, there's a, there's a place called Rogue's Gallery. So who's coming with me? I'll go. Okay. I'm going. Okay, so Okay, I, so the other three are staying on the boat? Yep. I yeah. I think I'm too many yeah, I'm a We draw. should keep it at some like just, we just let sure me do safe. the talking, okay guys? Just let me do the talking. All right. So I just want to be clear. Three of you are going, three of you are staying on the boat. Yes. Okay. Uh, four of us are staying on the boat, I believe. I'm gonna practice with Festio so I can get better at cooking. Oh, okay. That's right. You have a a potential for advancing that. Um, I'm gonna talk with uh, Captain Johnson and figure out how to distribute the uh, five thousand platinum. Ooh. Okay. And uh, so let's let's do a couple of short things in order. Um, Talfeth, roll a d100. Okay, it's not going to let me do it inside Foundry. I, I closed it. I, I closed it down. I'm sorry. We weren't using it. And uh, I have to no, do some, I have to do some uh, maintenance anyway. Uh, so just roll a D100. Um, and That's you can an use a... 87. 87? Mm-hmm. You are, um, you are now level three. And something will occur at level five with your oh. skills. So every... Oh, that freaked me out. Like... What? He went from level seventeen to three? No, no, no. no. It's no, a no, cooking no. level. Yeah. It went from it went from two to three. Okay. Um, and <laughs> it, if you keep doing that at five, something different happens. Um, and Bryn, you're having a conversation with Johnson's. Goes, uh, what can I do for you, uh, young lady? Um. So that captain that we helped. Yeah, um, the prisoner. Yes. Is he? Did uh, he die or is he cool? No, no, we, we took care of him. Uh, he got his reward. And uh, I figured that it was only fair, uh, considering what we had to ask of you, crew, that we got you a reward as well. And I took the bag out of the bag of holding. And in here, there should be about 5,000 platinum. What? That's um, so much money. Like, we can't get, they'll die if they go into port with that much money. Well, like I th figure we can I, at least five will die. They're just going <laughs> to go crazy. So I'll tell you what, why don't we do we this? Should just distribute it. And I think we should keep some of it for the ship and maintenance cost and whatever. So I would say take like half of it and keep it your for brain, the ship. my brain sink that. Yep. And the other half, just distribute it as you will. Yeah, I'll absolutely. Do it. I'll do it a, a little a bit big. at a time. Yeah, um, but we'll keep it in the arcane lockbox. Think of it like a like give them like a bonus every week or something to just let them kind of deal with, you know, however you want to distribute that. But definitely give Festio a nice bonus for his uh, his galley. Nice. We could get some. Ooh, we can get some really high quality stuff here in town. Yeah, I'm thinking like steaks. So <laughs> we don't have to be disguised. We're just the crew of like Quila's crew, right? We can right. just go. We can go shopping and we can do stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You you guys are legit. So all right, done. Awesome. Um, I'll give them a little bit of go, little bit, 
of money, but we're going to be drinking on the boat, not in inns and town that where we don't yeah. like like Greyhawk. Cool here. No cool. Well, also uh, make sure that we replenish our um, ammunition and everything that we used. Ah, the, good point. You know, with this much, I'm going to get some fire and some uh, uh, there's there's a couple shot that I've been thinking of one of uh, uh, immolation shot. And also some chain shot, which is designed nice. to take out sails. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. Yeah, there's like two balls in there, a chain, and they spin. Yep, and it cracks the mast. Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. So we'll get a couple of those. Yeah, we can afford them now. That's cool. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. All right. And uh, so Crispin, Serial, and uh, Mark Whale, what are you doing? Anything else? Uh, not really. I'm just hanging out, making oh. sure the ship's not in trouble. You guys, uh, yeah, everything seems great. And uh, man, they've upped their cooking game, too. It's all ship shape. It is. <laughs> so Twig, Serial, and Crispin delicious. head oh over, God. you know, just a couple hundred yards to assign a, the rogues gallery one. Yeah. Um, you see a sign and there's a just a guy leaning on the door. And he looks at you guys and. I speak to him in Thieves Cant. I say. Hey, what's shaking? Ah, well, welcome. Um, uh, these are, they don't speak our language, right? They're talking these can't. Nah, these guys are just here to protect me. Oh, <laughs> I need protection, huh? Must be important. Um, you got the 10 gold each? Yeah, I, I tossed them 30 gold. Ah, thank you. Well, have a good time. Thanks. And you guys, uh, go down a set of stairs and at the end of it there is a um a door with another guy leaning and he the, he uh opens the top door and just gives him a thumb and opens the bottom door and you are in a pretty busy club with some um i i actually i don't have club music so this will have to it's okay. Unz, 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 unz. <laughs> Not that kind of club. Like uh, a thieves club. And there are, um, in thieves can't all over the board, there are, um, looks like there's some gambling, um, some markers of odds with some names beside them. And they're throwing up. And in the back of the place, it looks like there's a, a, a uh, 30 by 30 square um, uh, like almost like a boxing arena and you got two guys facing off and they're screaming and yelling it is a uh, fighting pit Crispin and the fighting pit uh, um, is, it is the- screaming and yelling hundreds and hundreds of gold and platinum are being uh, bandied about and the, the, the line is like a line is shut and then a bell dings, and they these guys go at it. Um, one looks like a halfling who he's not wearing any armor or anything. And there's a guy on the other side who looks like a like eight feet tall, a Goliath wearing plate mail. And that's where we're going to stop the episode. <laughs> oh no! I was getting so excited. Uh. <laughs> make some money, buddy. Crispin's going to make some money for for the Twigster. Oh, we are going to fight. You guys have found a hidden fighting pit right near your boat. 
Awesome. Be like bonsai, like <laughs> jump in the middle. <laughs> nice. You did say you wanted some combat next. Chris was gonna fire it up, baby. Woo. Oh, fire it up, Jesse. Turn up the heat. <laughs>